Boys, flowchop, flowchop. What we think? Flowchop. Happy Monday. Welcome to episode two of The Break Room. As always, I'm your host, Mike Kagan, joined by co-host Riley Farrar, Dan Kagan, and sure. Boys, how are we doing? Boys, how are we doing? Feeling spectacular. Feeling Sensational, even. Sensational. Absolutely buzzing. All right. Well, today's topics are going to include the great NFL and some fantasy football stuff that we want to get into, but we're going to start with the NFL. And uh, we got to go right into We got to just dive into this, man. I mean, fuck, fuck the Giants. They just signed a Dory Jackson to do a lot of money, which just happened seconds ago. So insider Sean was breaking that earlier. But um, yeah, Giants signed Kenny G a couple of days ago. Still the biggest story in the NFL. Um, wink, wink. Um, for four years, 76 mil. And uh, I think they overpaid for him because he's kind of a, a one trick wonder. So I want to know what you guys think about uh, Kenny G because, you know, I think he certified booty flakes. Uh, yeah, he quits on his team. Uh, very notorious for that, as a matter of fact, this past oh, yes. season. Yes, extreme. It was, a, it was a very rough look for some of the people that owned him in fantasy football. Eh. Gave them a lot of headaches that, you know, they weren't expecting. It's not but but now, he gets to, now he gets to play on the Giants. And uh, Danny Dimes gets to be throwing him the ball. So uh, I don't know how that offense is going to work my best guess is that it's not going to work. So, <laughs> I don't know. Great, great reasoning, right? It's great right analysis. Not going to work. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'll jump in here. I mean, like, I think they've addressed needs that they needed to, to address, you know, to, to word it in such a fantastic way. But like, really. look, they got, they got a weapon on the perimeter and they're trying to do the Josh Allen Diggs thing. They think, Oh, we get this guy, a number one receiver. And, you know, he'll take a step forward, but I don't think they really get, it's not getting the number one receiver. It's getting a guy who can always be open and consistently separate, which Kenny G, like, I, I have you watched Kenny G? Like, I know, I know he make him crazy catches, but like every single catch he makes, the DB is just draped around his like chest because he's six foot four mossing people. <laughs> like he gets no separation on anybody. It's not going to help Daniel Jones, who just isn't an accurate quarterback. And but you know what? Here's what I'll say. I think they overpaid for him, and I think he's not worth the money that they're paying. No, no doubt. He's not He's not worth Robert Woods' contract. Is he's he making 16. Receiver, so. Is he a wide receiver one in the league? NFL execs think so. So in my, in my terms, right, in my terms here, this probably is the best for Saquon. Uh, just because now a team has to not, you know, stack the box because they know Daniel Jones is going to fuck up somewhere and they got to cover somebody on the outside. So this is probably a one less man in the box for Saquon to have to hurdle or juke or just steal a soul, you know. And uh, Sean has left, but, you know. Peace, Sean. He's got to do what he's got to do. We're going to keep moving on. Technical uh, difficulties. Yeah, I mean, I think there's not much else to say about that, that about Kenny G. Up, oh, he's back. He's back. He joined. He joined. Welcome back. Hey, Welcome back. Hey, hey. You got uh, Riley and Sean wearing gamer headsets, big headphones, yes. you know, just yes. absolute Love scene as, as they're buzzing. Anyways, we're going to keep on buzzing. And Raiders completed a signing of Kenyon Drake. And like, again, we don't have to talk about even the fantasy implications of this because like we talked about this yesterday and like we, we know we know that this is a stupid move. Like this doesn't make any sense. And this makes so much less sense financially 
for like the Raiders themselves, because again, you're paying Kenyon Drake more money than you're paying Josh Jacobs, who you selected in the first round two years ago, who's on the team. Like it, you trade away or cut three starting offensive tackles so you can save money and get under the cap. And then you sign Kenyon Drake. Like I'm bailing on the Raiders. I'm serious. And I own Henry Ruggs. Like that is a, I already consider that a John Ross-esque investment. So how many years has Jacobs been in the league? Two years. I'm I'm bailing on the Raiders, bro. I can't, I can't stand this team. Like, they make so many head-scratching moves, and we discussed it's it yesterday. Insane. It's like absolutely Mike Mayock. Mike Mayock is a clown. Nobody ever respected him on NFL Network. Like, I'd see his mock drafts in 2015. Like, Bro, what is this guy thinking? You know what I mean? Raiders hire him to, to assess John Gruden's critical flaw. He can't draft. He can't evaluate young talent for his really complex system. Like, where have I heard this one before? And then you get hit this guy who's just like, mm, screw the intangibles, screw anything, screw the measurables. We want guys from Alabama or Clemson. Like, go raise. Fuck you, bro. What are you, like, what is your plan? Seriously? So, they took fucking, who did they take? Cleveland in the Farrell. They took Cleveland oh, Farrell over Cleveland. fucking Josh Allen, Devin White. Like, Devin oh Bush, God. Ed they Oliver. Reached, reached on corners multiple times. Yeah, I think the funniest part was it's like they started to build up their offensive line. Like Derek Carr looked somewhat good behind that offensive line. And people were like, oh, what's going on in Oakland? Are they they building something? Or Vegas, are they building something? Like, are they, are they going to make a move this offseason for something good? And then they just blow the whole thing up. And just silently, too, just in the middle of a couple of days, just cut or trade all of the linemen and don't replace them. We're like, oh, you know what's going to work? We're going to go grab Kenyon Drake because we're going to throw the ball check downs more when Derek Carr dies because no one can protect him. Like, great, great thinking. Absolutely great. You know, and to cap it all off, again, it's the financial thing, man. You're paying, you're paying this guy more money for a guy who could do his job better than the guy you just brought in for half the price. It's just, it's, it's like the accountants in Las Vegas must be so mad because I would be so mad. I would be irate. I would be, I would be calling the police on this man. I can't. It's unbelievable. Where's Mark, where's Mark Davis and all this? Is he still just probably sitting in PF Chang's? (laughs) Probably snorting lines, bro. Anyway, we're going to go right to (laughs) Juju Smith-Schuster and he takes a massive pay cut to stay with his team. And, you know, I think, again, I'll, I've, I've said this. I think he's more of a TikTok star than an Wait, animal. Mike, what, what's his name? The Juju. Oh, Boo Boo. Boo Boo. <laughs> yes. Boo Boo Schuster, you bum. He was down 500. Until he has a 100-yard game, which I think I've looked. I think he hasn't had a 100-yard game in 26 straight games. He will remain <laughs> Boo Boo Smith-Schuster. That's all. A.B. said it. A.B. won a Super Bowl. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. You know what? Boo Boo Schuster, man. But anyway, he took a huge pay cut and uh, yeah, tough for him. Uh, he's going to stay with the Steelers. I don't know what that team ceiling is. Probably. For now. For now. I mean, yeah, that's true. It's a one-year $8 million deal. So he could be traded. But, you know, that, that I don't know. The Steelers, I don't know. Their ceiling is probably like, I don't know, 12 wins and bow out in the divisional or something like that. That's probably their ceiling. Big Ben, um, Big Ben last dance. Big nah, Ben last dance. Nah, nah, You're not nah, hopping nah, on the nah. hype train? No. No. <laughs> no. Fuck no. Yeah. I won't. What? Anyway. You, you, who doesn't want to see Big Ben g- 
get all the way, get his team to the playoffs and then come crashing down right in the playoffs. Can we talk about how Juju, like Loki, is the three on that team talent-wise? Because I think Deontay Johnson, as a player, more talented. Hands-wise, like, my man's got to hit the jugs machine. But and Chase Claypool, like some people, some people were saying in NFL circles, some anonymous coaches, like that they didn't use him right last year. They could have given him more targets. Right. I mean, like, hey, I'm, I'm not, I'm not too raw. I'm not too like this. I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Is what I'll say. But yeah, um, yeah. Juju being the three, like, why not? Nah, I'm not. I'm not hopping on it. I'll just, I'll just stay, stay. I'll always stay away from Steelers. Um. Anyway. Yeah, so apparently the Patriots are, quote, high on Justin Fields, according to multiple uh, NFL sources. And um, I was just wondering what you guys think. What are you guys thinking of this? Because personally, this they, they said they were high on Lamar. They said they were high on Baker. It's, it might be just to drive these guys' prices up so that someone else can fall for them. Because I really don't see them, like, there's no way they have a chance to get this guy. If they got him and traded up, that's a fucking slam dunk. That's a slam dunk. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, he's not going to fall. He's probably going to go two or, two or four overall. Um, so, yeah, what's your thoughts on this? What, what do you think about this? I mean, obviously, they're high on him. Who wouldn't be, right? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. That would be incredible if we got him. But I just, I just don't know if that's going to be in the cards for us. If it, again, if that is in the cards for us and we pull that off, that is a crazy move. And I'd be ecstatic. But the, I just, the NFL, I just, the NFL would legitimately be fucked if we traded up and got a quarterback of that caliber. I I would literally be in a sub. I would be in the subreddits perusing just thousands and thousands of fans crying. Would be crying tears of joy. Oh, I'd there's be crying. No, there's no doubt. We'd have we'd have our guy, and it would be a perfect off season. To be fair, and. Will that happen? Who knows? We could we could take Ben Cleveland 15th overall, reach like three rounds for him because he's strong. I don't know. You never know with Bill Belichick. Um, yeah, but hypothetically, if there was no QB on the board and all five of them went before 15 and they didn't move up, what would who would you guys take? Who's on the board? Just I don't know, just could be like Micah Parsons, JC Horn. Um, yeah, Micah Parsons was one of the first names that was coming to my mind. Yeah, same here. That's that's what I would be looking at. I'd be looking at Micah Parsons or J.C. Horn. Um, maybe potentially. Uh, there's no way there's a receiver there. I don't want Waddle. Not really a big big believer on him. Um, yeah, not that high, but it's probably where he'll end up going. But I don't really want to take him at 15 either. Let's just hope for a quarterback. Uh, so, what do we think are some needs for teams picking in the top 10? We know the Jags need a quarterback. We no 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 no. Like in real life, we know we know the Jags need a quarterback. We know that the uh, Bengals need a lineman, and the Dolphins probably need a receiver. But what about a team like the Cowboys? Well, where where could they go? Are they not ten? Are they ten? They are ten. Yeah, Yeah, I I think it's I could see them going Mm -hmm. Sertan. Who the Cowboys? Yeah, they need a corner. Wait, I bet they go Rashawn Slater though with the tackle. Yeah, they could need a lineman because their lineman's getting old. Yeah, their line has been. I don't think Sertan's worth it. I don't know. He's one of those defensive players from Alabama, which is like, I don't know. Their secondary players are hey, kind of hit or miss. Jerry Jones. Hey, Jerry Jones likes taking weapons. Why doesn't he take Kyle Pitts? Stop. Kyle Pitts ran a, a sub 4-5 today. 
He yeah, that was ridiculous. At six foot six, two hundred forty-five pounds, he's running four four six. This is like LeBron James running around playing tight end. Like this is Darren Waller on steroids. Like he could be the ultimate NFL weapon, and I, I get it. Tight ends take a long time to 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 really develop in the league, but we're seeing every year tight ends kind of just prove that wrong, like completely. Robert Tanyan came at Robert Tanyan, who's not a rookie, but came out of nowhere this year and immediately started Wasn't playing. He undrafted. I, he could have been undrafted. I don't know if he yeah. was undrafted this year, though. Um, oh, maybe he was a rookie. He might be a rookie. Evan Ingram, another one, another a case where he balled out in his rookie year, but now he has butterfingers for hands. Um, George Kittle coming in second year out of nowhere. He was a fullback. He was literally drafted as a fullback. Uh, and then, you know, a season later, boom. Tons of this comes out. Kyle Pitts, you're not going to really find a better prospect than him I've ever seen. Remember Eric Ebron went really high. like He went above Odell and Mike Evans. Tough. Eric Ebron also lost me a fantasy game, so fuck him for life. All right. Speaking of fantasy, we're going to go and start talking about fantasy. So, Dan, you want to kick us off and and move us in the right direction right now? Yeah. So, right now we're going to go – Go through throughout free agency. I'm not talking about players who got traded, just free agent acquisitions. Where did they land? How did this impact them? We're going to talk about the biggest winners and losers of free agency when it comes to fantasy football. When it comes to redraft, dynasty, it doesn't really matter. Just overall going into next year. Uh, I'll kick off the list. Let me guys know if you agree with stuff, disagree with stuff. But I got Cam Newton as one of the winners. I'll go through the winners first. Cam Newton, Curtis Samuel going to Washington. Irv Smith getting Kyle Rudolph out of there potentially could could see some stuff there. AJ Brown, like guys, guys, who's who's taking the targets from him? No one. No one. Like, come Cameron on. Cameron Batson. That's probably it. Stop. Anthony Ferkser is on this list. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, don't, hey, don't, hey, don't hey, laugh. Hey, don't hey, laugh. Hey, oh no, he was he was on my team. I had John Smith. That's okay. I, That's okay. I had to play him, and he did great. He's not just a guy. Don't laugh. <laughs> Donald Parham. Big. He's like 6'8". I think he played basketball. Uh, yeah, he he those Herbert Tuds. All right. Will Fuller plus the Dolphins offense. I mean, like, that just adds a dimension that everybody wants in an offense, regardless of what's going on a quarterback, what's going on with the play calling. Like, you need somebody who, at any given moment, a quick 80-yard touchdown. Like, that's nice for the stats. Will Fuller, I think that's a great addition. One year, like, 8 mil. As long as he doesn't do PEDs or his hamstring blows out, which is which is two, those things are actually like they <laughs> very <work>. likely. So <laughs> likely. you know it's a real wild card. But I definitely agree. Every the biggest winner there's Tua, hundred percent the biggest winner there's Tua. Another winner, um, Marvin Jones. Maybe. What do you guys think of that? He went to Jacksonville, and I don't know. I watched him play. I've watched him play for like five years now. When I mean, their ones get hurt, and he's like, not bad. He's definitely not bad. So like he's a solid player. Yeah. He's a good uh good veteran presence for that young receiver core. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's a win. Yeah. And uh, I got Chris Carson on this list. Like, I mean, he he stays with basically the same team, basically the same workload, think same about role. It. Russ is on an expiring, he's on expiring time right over there. So imagine that team in one year without Russ. What is Chris Carson? Nothing. Absolutely. He's, nothing. he's literally, again, exactly. He's dog water. So, but to mention, Carlos Hyde is gone and Rashad Penny is, oh, man, that's tough. Like, such a disappointment. I have, such a disappointment. I have him on my back. 
I picked him up like I don't even know, like week ten of last year for like zero dollars. And just there's had- every player, everyone in our league has definitely had the moment where they've seen Rashawn Penny on the free agent block, and they're just going, "Oh, maybe." maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me quite a couple times. Not gonna lie. Facts, facts. It's like, mm, let's see what we get here. All right, um, and then I'll throw in Aaron Jones onto that list. And just come on. Two years at least, he's going to be balling out. He's going to keep that same role. Yeah, I mean, like, I think the, I think it's more like we talk about the good things, but we also got to talk about the bad, and and the losers currently of free agency. I think we all can agree, Allen Robinson. I think we all yeah. can agree, Allen Robinson yeah. has always had a horrible quarterback. He's had, okay, so he's had Blake Bortles, Nick Foles, Mitchell Trubisky. Is that is though are those his quarterbacks? Yes, yes. soon to be Andy Dalton as well. Uh, you're missing a f- you're 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 missing a few there, but you're missing out like Mike you're missing, Yeah, Jacksonville scrubs oh, and other Chicago I mean, scrubs. Feel bad for him. He had to sign his tender. He he did sign his franchise tag too. It just sucks, man. He's getting Chase Daniels. Sorry, dude, he's the, dude, he's literally the closest thing to DeAndre Hopkins in the league to DeAndre Hopkins. Like he doesn't drop the ball. He you could throw here we go. Balls at, you ready? Incredible. From college from college to pros. These are all the quarterbacks who have thrown him a ball. Matt McGloin, Christian Hackenberg, Blake nice. Bortles, Chad Henney, Mitchell, Chase Daniels, Eddie and Nick God. No. Wow. That's a, no. That's a bad. That's and a now, bad and now uh, the Red Rifle. Henny with the Fendi. All right. But we also have Josh Jacobs here. Yep. Remember, never forget, mm-hmm. Armani took Josh Jacobs over Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara. I will sprinkle it into every episode I can so that the whole public can know that that was actually happened in a dynasty startup. Every, it is inexcusable. Inexcusable offense. He's down. Stonks are down for him. A.J. Dillon, obviously, Aaron Jones resigned. You know, those truthers are going to have to wait two years until he gets cut. Ryan Tannehill, not sure why he's a loser here. He I don't know. This, I looked at a ton of lists, Mike. I looked at a ton of lists from Fantasy Pros, PFF, any of these sources, right? He was always mentioned on the list at like one or two is the biggest loser. I don't know why. Like he still has A.J. Brown. He's still like, what does he do different? What is he going to do different? He still hands the ball off to Derrick Henry 25 times a game. That's all you 25 need. 25 plus That's times a game. That's all you need. And then he'll they'll hit a play action. Every do you watch the Titans? Every time they do a play action, it doesn't matter who he throws to. All three receivers, all four receivers are wide open. Like they, they run the Seahawks system, prime Seahawks system with fucking Ryan Tannehill. He's not a loser in this situation. I don't see any any change in his stock. I don't. It's such bullshit. AB uh, business currently not booming. Still doesn't. Business is currently not booming. No um, yeah, business yeah. isn't currently booming. He, he was uh, rumored to be, you know, a potential target of the Seahawks. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I'd rather him stay with Tom Brady. To be honest, like he's Tom Brady. Let him, let him do that thing. Let him live in his house and stay off and not get into prison and just play the NFL and get a ring and stuff. Don't be stupid. He'll be doing. <laughs> he'll be doing whack shit in Seattle probably. Uh, Russ is freaky. Uh, Pat's tight ends, Hunter, uh, Hunter Henry, and John Smith. Uh, those guys are the biggest losers. Even though they got to a new team, they don't really have that much value considering they play on the same team. 
John o. Smith was a tight end one for like six hours. And then yeah. they, now, now they're both basically like That's six hours of my fantasy football <laughs> season. However, however, all it takes though is one of them to get injured and instantly one of them becomes arguably the greatest fantasy tight end top three. Yeah, that's true. Top five, top five, top not five. top three. Top five. Top five. Yeah, we still gotta still gotta look at the quarterback play. See yeah, happening. the quarterback play is still question. No, but I definitely think that I think like when it comes to them, dude, it's gonna be like you're gonna be like, oh fuck, which one do I pick up off waivers? Yeah, it's gonna be that one because they're gonna be trading games. It's the Patriots. You never know who's gonna eat on the Patriots. They have a new game plan every single time. There's one game they could show up both tight ends eat. Next game it could show up with tight ends just dominate the run block game. And John Lee Smith scores that 80 yard jet sweep that you weren't predicting because you started Hunter Henry. Like. It's going to be really annoying. And they're also going to offer, when both of them are in the field, like the best one can offer maybe low to mid tight end one upside. So it's like, ugh. like, I don't know. I'm talking like tight end 10 through tight end six, seven. We all know those players are not the, uh, <laughs> the difference makers in fantasy football. That is your, that is your 8.3 points and you take it kind of player. So, yeah, but tran- transitioning gears here. You know, moving into the dynasty aspect, uh, we talked about this yesterday. Um, we were just talking about you know potentially teams who are going to draft players in our league, and draft expert Sean is going to tell us what who he thinks who people are going to draft. Sean, I want to hear one through ten every single team. Who do you think every team is going to draft? What players? I want to hear. You're the Kamel Kuiper of this right now. You just got to backpack this right now. It's crazy, Mike. You just sprung this on him. He left. He left. He left. He left. I'm asleep. He's back. He's back. Okay. (laughs) That's unbelievable. He left. All right, and now with fantasy draft expert Sean. Yo. Sean, we're going to yeah. need you to run through picks one through 10 in this upcoming Dynasty League rookie draft. All right, here we go. Simple. So you just remind me who has each pick, and I'll tell you who they're going to take. All so right. f- first pick is George. Uh George is probably I think he'll I think he'll be smart. He'll probably take either Jamar Chase or Najee Harris, I think. I think he'll be smart. All right. Or uh who's second? Dan? Okay. Uh Dan is second. Uh let's, let's just be real here. I mean, man needs quarterback. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll 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 say it. Who's third? Skyler. Uh, Skyler. Uh, Skyler doesn't need a running back. He's going to go receiver. He's going to go whichever one doesn't get picked, and that's going to be probably either Jamar Chase or Devonta. So one of those, whichever one goes low second. Key, low key, though, I see him taking Kadarius Tony. I could see, I could, I could see him reach. I could see Kadarius Tony is a deep sleeper. Dude, he's oh, dude, unbelievable. Dude, he can take Kyle Pitts at three. Would you not be surprised? Uh, 
depends what I team he gets. It depends what team he goes to. Kyle, yeah, Kyle Pitts is so situation dependent because he can go anywhere in the top five depending on his situation, depending on a team's need. Like if your number one need is a tight end and you have the 101 in the league and Kyle Pitts goes to the Niners or so, I don't know, some just like unreal situation, you, you immediately take him or you trade back and, you know, accrue picks in the process and then take him. So. Uh, who's four? Four's Adam. Adam. Adam, uh, who did I say Adam was going to look at? He's not going quarterback. He's very solid at that position. He's I, loaded. I could see him taking a either – I could see him going receiver. His receivers aren't – they're not – there's no clear, like, number one. Like, I mean, Kenny Galladay, sure, but, I mean, like – Yeah, really he's need, on the Giants. But he got need, Brown, though. Yeah, yeah but I mean – but, like, he's how good – but like AJ Brown is so like, it's like Derrick Henry's just like looming over there, and it's like you know he's gonna take up everything, and he's I feel Dude, like AJ what Brown. What are you talking about? It doesn't matter. No way. <laughs> I could what are you what are you, talking about? Hey, hey, you asked me who I think Adam was gonna take. I said I think he's gonna. No, take No, I know, but just this AJ Brown nonsense. Like you know, he just like at his worst is four receptions for ninety yards and a tud. Like, at his best is 10 for, like, 151 and two scores. Both those scores are, like, 80-yard deep posts that he just takes to the crib after he burns everybody. Come on. If Derrick Henry – it doesn't matter how Derrick Henry does because if he sucks, he gets spammed the ball. And if Derrick Henry eats, his normal – he just gets normal usage exactly how they play it. Okay, Sean, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, first pick for George, you said either Najee Harris or Jamar Chase. Or Devonta, whichever whichever okay, receiver, okay. whichever receiver he feels he fancies. So he takes a receiver. Uh, Dan in your scenario takes a quarterback. Skyler also takes a receiver. What the receiver other, does that leave? So Adam? he takes. So he takes the other receiver that isn't either Jamar Chase or whatever. You get it. So, so Jalen Waddle, Rashad Bateman. Yeah, um, like I could, Kyle I could, Pitts. I could easily see that being a realistic grant i'm not saying that's a good pick i'm just saying i could say that's a realistic pick that look all i'm saying is if i was skyler i would take Kadarius tony if i was skyler yeah if, was, tony, if i was up Kadarius two picks i probably nice. would take him too i'm serious like he's a sleeper like Kadarius tony i hope he listens like, I, mean, to just, I hope he listens be a happy man if he falls to me dude you gotta yeah you gotta watch his like pro bowl his senior bowl tape bro he's cutting fools up he's got the routes bro <laughs> Like, there's one of the routes. And granted, oh, dogs. Granted, he drops the ball, but, like, he cut a boy up so bad. I was like, damn, like, Kadarius Tony. If I was picking, like, if I had another first-round pick, I low-key, like, I might get another first-round pick, might trade to get a first-round pick just so I can get Kadarius Tony in the middle of the first round, which I think would be, like, a pretty solid ad. That's all I got to say. Serious All right, down. Sean. Sean, I'm at, uh, I'm at pick five. Who am I taking? Who is Riley taken? All right. Well, he's not going to go quarterback because he's pretty set there. I could see him, Riley. I could see you going at another. Um... You've got good young receivers, so you don't really need help there. Broke receivers are gross. Yeah, you really. I mean, like you, your running backs are like yeah. Kareem yeah, and is... 
Yeah. And Lombardi Lenny. So like you can't you you could really or Clyde. And Clyde Drexler. Uh Clyde uh Edward uh E. Claire. Thank you, OJ. Innocent. I can see Twitter world. (laughs) All right, six is me. Mike, uh what does Mike even really like need? <laughs> he's got quarterbacks. He's got running backs. He's ah, got receivers. He's got receivers. Got tight end. Got a kicker. Ooh, man. I love Pooh. I mean, I feel like Mike is in a position where it's best available on the board at that situation. I don't think Mike really needs. He had, doesn't really have like a one standout glaring position he needs. I think it's more of like a whoever's just the he best did, available. Though. Like he well, did. He did but he traded now he for Waller, so it's like yeah, it's like he doesn't need to take Kyle right. Pitts. So it's he kind has of it's, the guy who Kyle Pitts is compared to. Why would he do that? It's like a situation. You, know I mean? you see it all the time in the NFL draft, where it's like a team doesn't really have an agenda. It's more of we're just going to take the best available guy on the board and hope it works out. And yeah. I think that's where Mike is right now, personally. That's all right. right. Uh, I have seven. seven. We don't have to talk about that. Eight. Who's eight? Eight um, is Henry. Mm. No, Henry's nine. Who's eight? Matt. Oh, that's right. But no, Matt's not. Matt. Eight. No, Matt is no. person. Who's eight, bro? Is it Adam? Um, it might be Adam. No. No, Adam was. Uh, Adam was four. Adam has two first round picks. I thought though. Oh, he might. Oh, he might. Yeah. True. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Adam has the uh, eighth pick. Interesting. Um, so I guess we already talked about Adam. Did I? I mean, like, I feel like it would just be best available at that point. Yeah, he would have gotten what he thinks is his need at four. So I'd imagine eight. It's just a bonus pick for whoever he wants. It could just be a total reach on somebody. Like, I don't think it really matters at that point. Could be Kadarius Tony. And then Henry. Henry. It's Dude, at eight. That would be a steal, bro. Oh, I wait, think he drops past go... three. Henry and then Sean. <laughs> That's three crazy, bro. I'm trying to get him at five. If he's on the board at five, I'm trained back. Riley, you know you know I'm calling. Again. I got you. If Hen- For the ninth pick, if Henry picks anything but, like, a running back, unless, like, Pitts is on the board, like, he's stupid. That's yeah, all that's, that's a pretty it's solid, doesn't... like, it's a pretty obvious need on his team. Henry is in a very good position. Yeah, his team is loaded, bro. And then for myself, I mean, I'll say it. There's really one glaring spot on my team that's missing, and that's uh, running back two. I need an RB2. I need to update it. I mean, outside of Dalvin Cook was good, and then I had like a rotating cast of Mostert, Gaskin, and – Mostert when he's alive. It wasn't – it wasn't – it wasn't the best, you know. Gaskin helped, you know, obviously, but he didn't have consistency throughout the season. So, I mean, if there's a good running back available by my pick, you know, I'll, I won't be afraid to take it. All right. Well, that's great. Great job, guys. That was awesome. Uh, everyone's buzzing. You know, i got to take a swig of this water right now. Closing notes right now absolutely closing remarks anyway thank you everybody for listening and tuning in uh it's been a great episode too Uh, you know everybody anybody got anything else to say 
Kadarius Tony, uh, like he's easy top five player. Yeah, I mean, like I know, this, uh, this is. This oh, is, shout out or shout out. Uh, shout out to the Oregon basketball team. I picked them to go to the Sweet Sixteen, and they did. So shout out. I picked Syracuse. Buddy Beeline, thirty points. The greatest sperm ever. Shout out to uh, Loyola, Chicago. I uh, didn't pick them, but, you know, it serves me right for betting against God. Yeah, shout out Oral Roberts for fucking my bracket. All right. Yeah, that too. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck them, bro. All right. Well, anyway, thanks, guys. See you next week.